Hey, this is Sean Mandoli, and I'm the pastor of Sanctuary LA, and you're listening to our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I hope this message encourages and inspires you. Remember to follow us on social media at My Sanctuary LA and enjoy the message. We all know without him, we are nothing. Let me, let's, let's say it another way. Without him, I'm a mess. Without him, I am a hot mess. I know none of y'all are. You guys got it together. But let me talk about myself. But in him, I can do all things. In him, I'm more than a conqueror. Outside of him, my wife will, will tell you the truth that when I don't have the presence of God in my life, I'm outside of him. She is like, you need to go pray. No, she'll say, do you need to go pray? Right? But in him, <laughs> that was my wife in the back saying amen, by the way. But, but in him, you know, you're, you're all that. And so, well, this is week five of this. So if you want to go back and listen to the other uh, messages, you can uh, download our app. And the, the podcast is on iTunes and SoundCloud. I encourage you to listen to it and encourage yourself and get, get you a word. But today, with respect to I am all that, today we're going to talk about honor and how you can't be and, and receive from and benefit from something that you don't honor. All right? I am all that. But if I want all that, honor is at the doorway of receiving everything you want from God. Jen alluded to that a little bit in talking about our offering and our tithe. Honor has a reward. And honor is the doorway to receiving everything God has for us. Somebody say amen. I know you were shouting before, but now I'm going to talk about honor. Hallelujah. And, and, I, and, and I, um, I come from a very rebellious background. Honor wasn't a strong thing in my life. It's, it is not easy all the time. But honor is how God operates and releases blessings on people, on cities, on individuals, on households. It's honor. Somebody say honor. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would speak to us. Lord, we don't just want our ears to be tickled. We want to be transformed into the image of Christ. Father, we want to be a Christ church, a Christ people, that, that when we talk, it's Christ talking, that when we, when we act out, it's Christ acting out. When we operate in this world, it's Jesus operating through us. So, Lord, let your word do just that for us. Let it transform us, change us, make us more like Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you to, 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 to step into more of who you are. We are open to the challenge. Lord, we're open to be challenged by you and convicted by you, Holy Spirit, so you can make us more like you. And we thank you for your grace and, 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 and the word that's going to change us today. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. amen. So once again, so we, we only receive from what we honor, and I can only benefit from what I honor. Okay, let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 26, and I'm going to read a couple verses. This is about David and how he had a his authority was trying to actually kill him, okay? Saul was trying to kill this boy. I was talking about a little bit earlier with a couple of our leaders and how there's this grown man, he's a king, and he's trying to literally kill a boy because he was threatened by him, threatened by the anointing on his life. But we're going to look, just look at how David responded to this situation, okay? So let, let's just jump right in. 1 Samuel 26, verses 8 to 11 I'll give you a background before I read it. In verse, um, in chapter, um, 
Um, um, chapter 26, what, in the context of this, um, Saul, this king, took 3,000 soldiers to go find David to kill him. A grown man, a ruling power of the day, was threatened by anointing on this boy's life, and he went after him. And what, David actually was playing his harp over this man, and demons were leaving him. Like, David was actually blessing him initially at the at the beginning of David's ministry but Saul is coming after him to kill him with 3,000 soldiers and now here we are in in chapter 26 and verse 8 it says this is one of um, David's men then Abishai said to David they, they came up close to him they got up close to Saul they were sleeping and Abishai said, God has delivered your enemy into your hand this day. Now, therefore, please let me strike him at once with the spear right to the earth, and I will not have to strike him a second time. That's the kind of people I want to run with right there. Somebody say amen. I want somebody that has my back. All right, but Abishai, I mean, he had his back. He had a good heart, but he's just a little off in his approach. Somebody say amen. You know the people, you got people in your life, they got a good heart, but you're like, whoa, slow down. You're about to kill somebody. Right? I mean, it's just their passion sometimes can get the best of them. All right? But they got your back. You know, I'm okay with having some Peters around me. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll heal the person's ear. Just, but they got my back. Somebody say amen. When, when, when Peter, the Roman guards rolled up on Jesus to take him, Peter's like, nope, not going to happen. Not today. Cut the man's ear off. And so, and, and so Abishai was kind of like that. He's like, let me, let, me, let me stab him once. That's all I need is one shot. All right? All right, all right. So say, I won't have to do it twice. Uh, but David said to Abishai, "Do not destroy him." Saul was trying to kill David. David said, "Do not destroy him, for who can stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless?" Somebody say honor. honor. David said, "Furthermore, as the Lord lives, the Lord shall strike him, or 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 his day shall come to die, or he shall go out to battle." And perish. The Lord forbid that I should stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. Somebody say honor. honor. Say it again. Say honor. honor. The Lord forbid that I should stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. But please take now the spear and the jug of water that are, that are by his head and let us go. Here it is right here. Our honor will be tested. I believe that God will orchestrate things to see what's in our heart at times. God orchestrated this. The Bible says that God put Saul to sleep, put the army to sleep. And here it is. David had an opportunity. And how many of you know he had a reason to kill this king? He had a reason. But in God, he had no right. Somebody say honor. We're talking about I am all that. We're going to get into honor. But I want to start with this story here and how David halted Abishai. He took the right guy with him, but he had to slow his roll. All right? Anybody ever get into a little trouble because of your temper? Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just some, you know. Anybody get in a lot of trouble because of your temper? Yeah. So you, you need some people around you to slow you down. <laughs> look, at your look at the person next to you. Tell them, slow your roll. Slow your roll. Uh, all right? All right, you need, you need to be able, you need to have people around you that when you're really going through it and you're about to do something, you're about to be an Abishai, because I know some people in there, you have an Abishai anointing, you have people's back and you'll fight for people, but you're going to hurt somebody in the process. So, I, a couple little laughs in the back. I know I'm talking to somebody, but, but Abishai needed a David. 
All right, Abishai needed a David to be like, hold on, girl, put the knife away. Don't key the car. Don't stab the tires. Slow your roll. All right, Abishai's like, I will stab him once. That's it. Abishai, had a, he was focused. I mean, he had a focused anointing. That brother was like, I will do it once. That's it. And David's like, slow down, homeboy. Pump your brakes. He says, who am I to stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed? Somebody say honor. All right, so let's go down. So they basically take that stuff. They go, they, they create a distance between Saul, and then they're like, then they start yelling out to his people saying, hey, what's up, everybody? We're out here. All right, let's go to verse 21. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Return my son David, for I will harm you no more because my life was precious in your eyes this day. Somebody say honor. It's one of the definitions of the word honor is precious. Indeed, I have played the fool and erred exceedingly. And David answered and said, here is the king's spear. Let one of the young men come over and get it. May the Lord repay every man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered you into my hand today. God set this up to see if I would still honor you. I don't know if I could say that I've done it right all the time where I had opportunity to do wrong and I did because I lacked honor. But here it is. He, David told um, Saul, he says, the Lord delivers you into my hand today, but I will not, that, but I would not, would, will, will, I would not. I willed not to. I chose not to stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. And indeed, as your life was valued much this day in my eyes, so let my life be valued much in the eyes of the Lord. Somebody say honor and let him deliver me out of my tribulation. Then Saul said to David, may you be blessed, my son, David. His honor of, a, of, a, of, of somebody in authority that was wrong actually released a blessing over his life. I am all that. David received a blessing from a twisted king because he honored the Lord's anointing on his life. I know, I know, look at this is my first point. Honor is complex. Because David honored a king that was trying to kill him. And honoring authority isn't easy all the time. Come on, somebody, talk to me in here. Honor is complex. Honor is complex then Saul said to David may you be blessed my son David released a blessing honor released a blessing over David's life you shall both uh, do great things and also still prevail it's amazing what blessing would come out of something that's wrong when you honor it started to prophesy over this over this young man, that, that it wasn't that the authority was in a right place. It's that David honored authority, the position, and God released a blessing from a profane man in a position of authority. 
Honor releases a blessing. Anybody ever had trouble honoring? No? Am I the only one? But in God's kingdom, in the economy of the kingdom of God, honor is complex, but it releases a blessing. And we're going to dive more into this. So David went on his way and Saul returned to his place. And this is why it's complex. Honor is complex. It's complex because it requires that we value someone that may not necessarily value us. It's a complexity of honor. Right? That, 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 that God is requiring of us to honor. Honor is, here's my second point. Honor is a choice. Honor is a choice. And I'm going to give you the definition of value of, of value in there because it said that, that David said, I have valued your life, so let God value mine. The honor isn't I'm going to honor you and you better do right to me. Honor is honoring authority, not dishonoring authority. It's honoring the authority and expecting God to have your back when you do it. Yeah. All right. All right. Hallelujah. It's quiet. Here's, the, here's what the word value means, if you're taking notes. The word value. Honor is a choice. Look at your neighbor and say, honor is a choice. Okay, value, it means honor. It means become great. It means to advance, to promote. It's to make another person great in your eyes. That's value. That's honor. All right? Honor, the word honor here in the scripture means value, worth, esteem, or precious. That's what honor means. To value. I, I'm here to tell you right now, we want to be a house of honor. That we honor God first and foremost, and we honor one another. Come on now. Honor. Value. We place on people. The value we place. Okay, honor is something we do to a person that we expectantly believe God to do for us. I'm going to say it again. Honor is something we do to a person or a place or an environment that we expectantly believe God to do for us. Here it is. He got a blessing out of it. Here's another way to say it. Honor equals acquisition. If you're going to acquire anything in the kingdom of God and in your walk with God, honor must come from you. Honor the environment you walk in. Honor, honor the leadership you're under. Honor your boss. Honor those around you. Honor those that get on your nerves. Honor your mother and your father that you might live long on the earth so they don't kill you. Somebody say amen. amen. I'm just kidding. But honor... Honor, you know, honor, it's in, it's, it's in the, it's one, it's the first commandment with promise, honor, right? And, and, and honor is all throughout scripture in the, in the, there, there, if you do a word search on honor, it's all over the place. And it's interesting in the New Testament, it is uh, one of the main places. It's, it's that word honors in the Bible, in the New Testament, the most is the book of Timothy. So it's a leader speaking to a spiritual son and he's emphasizing honor to somebody that's called to do ministry. That honor is a part of this thing, okay? Honor is a choice. Turn in your, turn in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to go to the New Testament here. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 22 to 25. I personally uh, didn't have um, the best um, childhood where authority in my life didn't do it right. You know, there was a lot of abuse and drugs and police over the house. It's how I grew up. So it produced rebellion in me to where uh, um, I, 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 I've, I've, growing up my life, even when I first became a Christian as a teenager, man, I struggled with, 
with uh, respecting authority. I just would always kind of push up against it or because I, I was wounded by it. I was abused by authority. So to honor something that abused me isn't necessarily the easiest thing. It's, it's, it's a process. Can I get a witness? So I'm not here to say how simple it is, but the spiritual benefits of honor are all throughout Scripture. It is how God operates, okay? First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, verse 22 to 25. Here we go. No, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. So it's not talking about authority here. It's talking about those that are weaker in the body, those that are struggling in the body, that we as a body actually honor them. We place value on the weaker. We give attention to the weaker. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. But our presentable parts have no need. Meaning there are, things, there are some of us in here, you're, 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 you're running and gunning with God. You're doing your thing. You're walking right. You're going after God. And we need to understand that you get in an environment where you're running with God and you're doing great. That, that it is our responsibility as the stronger in the Lord to place honor on the weaker. Give attention and value to the weaker. It's like our body. Like if I... Like if I cut my finger my body goes to work my my body my blood cells begin to honor the part that's broken right it goes to that area right uh, just like the our natural body is gravitated towards a part that is broken or or cut or is wounded your body goes to work to strengthen that part same with the body of Christ when somebody's hurt or broken we don't we don't diss them or condemn them or kick them to the curb we actually give them more attention now, our hope is that they don't stay there because your body doesn't give it. My, my body doesn't give attention to a cut finger for the rest of my life. The goal is that the rest of the body and my cut finger responds favorably to the accountability of the blood cells. Somebody say amen. Come on now. Yeah. All right. So that so that so that could get better. Right. But but we as a community, we we're we're like spiritual. What is it? The red blood cells. Right. We just go after the is it red or white blood cells? White. Sorry. White blood cells. Well, mixed in blood cells. Come on, somebody. No, we go after our, that. We're, we're the type of church that goes after the one that, that, that is working it out. We're going to help them. We're going to help them. We're going to go to we're going to value. We're going to honor the weaker. They need more honor. That's what the Bible says. See, look, but God composed the body, having given greater honor. Somebody say honor. honor. Greater honor that to that part which lacks it. That, uh, our walk with God isn't about us getting it all together and acting like we got it all together and just hanging out with people that got it all together. Like, you know, it's just me and my four and like we're safe. And we don't want anybody else in our circle because you might. No, bust your circle. Destroy that circle. I'm not saying not to have your inner circle and that that's beautiful. But when it comes to being the church, the body of Christ, our circle, every last circle needs to be open. Like it's a it's an open circle. You know, what I'm saying you I'm going to help you. I, you are included. You are accepted. I'm going to I'm going to honor the lesser. So somebody comes in here and they might even overtly look like they need to get their life together. We honor those people. 
We, we, don't, we don't diss those people. We don't look down on those people. We actually honor them. We honor them. We place value on them. They are valuable parts to the body. They need that. They lack. The Bible says God composed the body that the part that lacks deserves greater honor. So I don't need you to carry my Bible. I need you to go help somebody that needs some love. I don't need you to follow me to my car and make, no, no. You get what I'm saying? I, I believe there is an honor of authority. I'm not taking away from that. I'm just saying the Bible says that we give more honor to those that lack. Yeah, I know it's not popular nowadays, but I'm going to preach it anyway. Preach this word anyway. Look at your neighbor and say, he's going to preach it anyway. Look at your neighbor and say, say he don't care if you don't like it. <laughs> I want God to be pleased. I'm going to honor God first. Somebody say honor. honor. We, we honor the lesser first. That's what it says. For, but God composed a whole body, having given greater honor, greater honor, greater value, making more precious to that part which lacks it, that there why should be no schism in the body. People got it together over here, sketchy people over here. No, I want, we, want, we want people working it out. People just, people still got a problem with their mouth all mixed up with the person that fasted and prayed for five hours this morning. Everybody all up in there. Somebody say all up in there. That there be no schism in the body. The, the stronger needs to place value on the, on the weaker. And that is, and people say, man, they got, you know, that's why we're not going to have any division in our church. Because the stronger is going to value the weaker. And that's how you deal with division. There's a problem with division because the stronger have separated themselves from the weaker. Thinking they're better than. Yeah, Jesus. Mm, I'm just going to sway up here with Jesus. Come on now, that there may be no schism or division or separation in the body. Why? Because the stronger place value on the weaker. The elders place value on the younger. And the younger place value on the elders. And the, and the white folks place value on the Hispanics. And the Hispanics place value on the black folks. And the black folks place value on the, on the Asians. Yeah. Value. Value, value, honor, honor, honor. We ain't gonna have like a little white group connect. There ain't no white connect group. Come on now. We're all gonna get along up in here. Come on now. Ain't no this kind of group over here, this bougie group over here. We're gonna find some thugs to put in your group. Ain't no, ain't no like, you know, trying to work it out group. Now we're going to put some well-to-do, dignified folks and mess your group up. That there, be made, that there may be no schism in the body. This is the body, man. You look at the hand can't say foot. I, hand can't say the foot. I have no need of you. Come on now. Come on, I understand boundaries. I understand your circle and your, your close friends. But when it comes to the body, you ain't got no right if you're the finger to be talking about the nose. Let the nose be the nose. Yeah, come on now. Come on, talk to me. Where's, where's my atmosphere facilitator team? Come on now, say it. Come on, say amen, somebody. Where's my amen corner? Come on. We got to mix it all up. 
We're a mix, all mixed up kind. What kind of church is that? I have no idea. Jesus church, Christ church, honoring church. Right? Connect, we, we, our connect groups, we want to mix them all up. Come on, we, we're, trying to, we're trying to break barriers here. We're trying to break through cultural barriers. We're trying to make a difference in society. We ain't trying to mirror society. We're, we're changing society. We're not trying to go downstream. We're going upstream. Come on now. All right? Ain't no group, men hating on women over here, and women hating on men over No. Not today, Satan. Come on, we need women engaged in ministry, doing what they're called to do, and we need men rising up and doing what they're called to do. That there be maybe no schism in the body. We don't talk like that. Oh, you know how women are. No. Oh, you know how men are. No. Well, you know how those people are. No, I don't. Don't talk like that around here. I'm about to get Abishai to... It only take one. <laughs> That's one thing we will not tolerate here. Right. Division, gossip, all that. And that does not work here. Look at your neighbor and say, you better ask somebody. That there may be no honor. God responds to honor. And it isn't just honor the pastor. Honor the man of God. Honor the bishop. I'm not taking away from that, but honor is complex, and there's a lot more to it than that. Yes, of course, we honor leadership and spiritual authority. Yes, I'm not taking away from that, but it's not just that. But God, but God composed the, whole, the body, having given greater honor to that which, which lacks it, that there should be no schism or division in the body, but that the members, here it is, members of the body should have the same care for one another. Honor with respect to the body of Christ. We place more attention on the part that lacks so it gets stronger. Here it is. Here's my next point. Honor goes up, down, and all around. Honor goes up, down, and all around. All right? Honor goes up, down, and all around. That, that's, that's honor. Honor ain't, the, the honor is, we don't, we don't choose like who and what we honor. Honors up, God, authority. We are honors down, the hurting, the broken. Bible says honor them all around. Honors all over the Bible. Honor, value, value. Uh, we, we, I met with the, the, one of the directors of, of Teen Challenge School of Ministry, TCMI, Teen Challenge Ministry Institute. In Southgate, I met with him recently here, and I said, "Hey, man, what are the? I mean, are the students enjoying being here?" And they, and he said, "Yes, they love being here." I was like, "Well, send the whole school here then." No, I'm just kidding. I didn't tell him. Uh, no, but and I said, "Why?" And he said, "Because the people here love them, and they don't they don't look down on them. They feel accepted here. They feel loved here. They feel valued here." Honor is attractive to God, and it's attractive to people. Just um, yesterday, honor goes up, down, and all around. I was at, um, in Whittier, my, brother, uh, my brother's daughter, my niece, had a birthday party, Mina Rosa. 
That's my nef- niece. And she, um, Nico's age. And they had a piñata. Um, it was a pirate party. But um, Gia got out. It was like a, Gia is, my daughter's six years old. She was a little older because they were more four or five. So Gia was like, you know, she was kind of old school, right, in there. So she went, and it was like an aluminum bat. And Gia, like, she's, she's a pretty sweet girl, right? She's chill. She's not super outgoing. But when she's on the field, homegirl does not play. So she had, she had the aluminum bat, and she couldn't even know. They haven't played baseball. So she held it some kind of way, like, under her arm and like this, right? And she went to town on that piñata. She went, and people were like, stop, Gia, slow I was like, Gia, she's like, almost tore the pirate's head off. And everybody's like, oh, like she stole the show. And then Nico, her, her little brother, comes running over going, Gia, that was amazing. <laughs> For real, he ran over and they like whispered, Gia. But he saw something in her. He saw the response of the people. And my son has a spirit of honor on him. And he honored her for what she did. And uh, my daughter, and I, even my wife heard me like, Gia, stop. Put the bat down. And she just, I was like, come back, girl, come back. <laughs> and she just walked out there all cute and smiling. I'm like, girl, relax. It's just a piñata. But even as it's honoring what you see in other people, celebrating, you got to go up to people this week and go, that was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> Cracked me up. I'm like, this boy is hilarious the way he did it. He's like, oh, man. All right. Somebody say honor. honor. We gotta, you got to find somebody to honor. It's place value on. Come on, value, it's a choice. It's complex, but let's let it start with us. All throughout scripture. I'm not gonna have you turn here, but I'm gonna just give you how honor goes up, down, and all around, all throughout scripture. If you're taking notes, I'm gonna go quick, but here are some scriptures you can take home with you. First Timothy 5:3. The Bible says to honor widows who are widows indeed. So honor just isn't for leadership, it was for widows. Widows were those without, you know, they were they were they were they were marginalized. They needed help. And, and, and Paul told Timothy, honor these, lady, these women that, that are the weaker. The Bible says that husbands are to honor their wives as the weaker vessel. So honor is, uh, yeah, come on now. Honor. You, look at husbands. You better honor that girl or you ain't going to get nothing from her. Come on. Honor has a reward. Come on now. Husbands, no husbands saying amen out there. I said, honor has a reward. Place value on that woman as the weaker vessel. And that, ain't, that, ain't, that isn't like a slam against women. Well, why I got to be weaker? Well, because we're there to protect you. It's not about you being weaker. It's not pushing you down. Let us do it. Let us bring the table out. Let us put the chairs up. Come on, I, I no men saying amen in here. Like, it's not me. I'm not saying. No men said amen to that. Let me t- take the trash out. It, I know it's not Bible, but I'm going to preach it anyway. Men should be taking the trash out. 
Man, y'all are tough this morning. Come on, now we take the trash out. That's what men do. I take the trash out. Spiritual trash. Come on, now clean it out. I'm going to clean the house out. I'll take the real trash. Look it. I do diapers. There are times where I'm saying, babe, let me finish my devotions, but I'll get to that diaper. (laughs) Come on now, men of God. You do it. Honor. Hallelujah. Here we go. Here it is, 1 Timothy 5.17. Here's another one. It's not going to be on the screens. I just Elders are worthy of double honor, especially those that labor in the word and doctrine. Yes, honor for elders and leaders in the house of God that labor in the word. Place value. It's, not, it, it, it's value on the position and the role of the word. 1 Thessalonians 4.4. The Bible says possess your own vessel in sanctification honor, meaning honor your own body. Because the Holy Spirit's in there. Place value on your vessel. Keep your own in holiness. Come on. I'm not saying temptation ain't real. Sexual temptation is real. But when we do that, we are dishonoring our own vessel. And you're opening the door to some stuff. I said you're opening the door to some stuff. You're opening the door to, to, to things, to sin and all that. Honor has a reward. Possess your vessel, man of God, woman of God, in sanctification or holiness and honor. Honor. Okay? Then 2 Timothy 2.21 talks about there's vessels of honor in the house. 1 Peter 2.17 says, honor. Here we go. It's up, down, all around. Honor all people. That's what the Bible says. Honor all people. I said, honor all people. People that don't act like you, honor them. People that don't think like you, honor them. Honor, place, value on all types of people. Honor all people. We want to be a house of honor. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2. Here's another one. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. So honor releases the promises of God over our life. Honor, 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 honor is a starting point of spiritual blessing. Honor is attractive to the favor of God. Honor is all around, all over the word of God. Honor, I am all that. I want to receive everything God has for me. I want to receive from those that are around me. And the way that I access and acquire those things is via honor. Not demanding things, not disrespectful, not looking down on, but honor. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. Here's here's another one. Then I'm going to share one more scripture and we're done. But honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats overflow with new wine. It's talking about honor there, that there's a blessing attached to honor. Honor has a blessing. As, As Jen shared during offering, You know, honor unlocks and releases God's promises. And here we go. I really believe this. We as a community, we are relatively a small church. But because of people's giving, we are blessed as a church. And this is why I believe people give here. Because people are honoring what God is doing. I, 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 I subscribe our ability to move as a ministry. To move the ball down the field, if you will. 
because there's honor here. And God says that this community is honoring the Lord. And there's blessings as a result of it. Like we, we do natural things as a church, you know, like as far as we budget and we plan. And people's giving has enabled it. People's giving this year has exceeded what we practically budgeted for. Hallelujah. And I, I felt the Lord speak this to me. If there is chronic lack of provision in any environment, the question I ask, could it be that there's a lack of honor? Because when you honor the Lord with your increase, the first fruits of all your increase, then your vats will be overflowed with new wine. I'm not saying we don't go through seasons and battles and we learn to do things maybe even practically. Maybe sometimes it's a practical thing. We need to, we need to get locked down and kind of work out and, and be responsible and disciplined. But I, as, as I'm preaching, honor you, I've been thinking, wow, God, you've blessed this community. For us to occupy the mattress store well before we even needed it, quote, unquote, or wanted it, it just opened up. And the ability to, to renovate it and move down the field and, and to do what we've done here and our plan to do more here in the worship environment, you know, and all that is because I believe I, nobody's pulling anybody's teeth. It's because they honor God and this house and what God is doing in a special way here. So I just wanted to say thank you, church, for honoring God in this house and honoring what God is doing so we can continue to do what God has called us to do. Somebody say honor. honor. Here we go. My last verse. Revelation chapter 19, verse 11. Honors up, down, all around. Here we go. I'm going to read my points again, then we'll read the scripture. Honor's complex. Can anybody say amen to that? It ain't easy. I don't have all the answers. I don't know how, how to work all that out. But I'm here to tell you that if we honor, God will bless us. Honor is a choice. Can I get an amen to that? Amen. Honor goes up, down, and all around. All right? And, and honor has a reward. Honor, that's my last point, has a reward. Honor has a reward. That may, maybe some, some things, I'm going to read the scripture, but maybe some things you're believing for, maybe, maybe there's a lack of honor somewhere. Maybe something ain't quite clicking. Maybe, maybe it could be, oh, man, I'm not quite placing value the way I should. You ever heard the phrase, you know, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Maybe, there, maybe we need to place some honor, value. You notice even uh, Pastor Jay mentioned this to me, uh, not even knowing I was going to preach this. He, I think he mentioned this to me a week or two ago. But he was like, you ever notice in Scripture how, how honors always, a lot of times it's associated with, with, a, with a resource, a covering, parents, life givers, that, that we want to make sure we honor where life has come from. <laughs> And that never changes, regardless of their behavior. Man, I'm here because of my mother and my father. I would not be here without them. I honor the fact that they gave me life. Honor has a reward. Here we go. Revelations 19, verse 11. And then we're going to pray. After these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, it's Worship. Hallelujah. Salvation. And glory 
Oh, wow. Did I, did I, I'm sorry. I got the wrong scripture there. Salvation and glory and honor. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory and honor. I believe, according to even this scripture here, That salvation begins when we honor God. I'm sorry, that's Revelation 19.1, not 11. I apologize, I gave that to you. I just wanted to find it. So if you're taking notes, it's Revelation 19, verse 1. I'll read it again. After these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven. All of heaven. Heaven operates off of this. Worship is about this. How many times in Scripture does it say, to you be the glory and the honor? the power, honor, value. After these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. Thank you for listening to the message. If you've been encouraged and inspired, give us a great review and share it with a friend today. Also, if you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our powerful weekend gatherings. For more info and directions, follow us at My Sanctuary LA. Be blessed.